Hey guys, welcome to the Greater Podcast. Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays, all that good stuff. I'm Remy. <laughs> Who are you? My name is Gabe. Oh man, hi Gabe. Uh, Sam, what? Sam forgot his name. I didn't forget my name. I'm, I'm actually really confused to why Remy did the intro, and he was like really happy about doing it. Just Sam doesn't like excited. being happy. Just too happy. Boy, I don't know. Job. It's too you early. don't like happiness? We are gonna call him Joe Budden. Next. Right, What's up, guys? It's Mo Legend. Hey Mo, how's it going, man? It's going great, man. I'm gonna pass it off to you, fam. It's uh, it's Christmas time, Ooh. and we're getting ready for Christmas season, which means mm. a lot of money is gonna be spent. <laughs> Says who? Everybody on my list got a twenty dollar you know <laughs> limit. I don't got time. Boys getting married in July, so this year I gotta let people know, like, look, I love you, but the gift this year is just not gonna when's, be luxurious. I'm dropping off boxes I'm of hamburger sorry. helper to everybody. Um, so <laughs> when's the last time y'all got actual gifts? To man. I feel like in the African household, like after you, after like you're older than like ten years old, they they just start giving you gifts. Yeah, well, they, they just feel like you're too old. Like, Once you discover that Santa point. Claus is not real, and bam, there was one. The there was one Christmas where I actually got gifts. Like my dad came with a whole stroller of gifts. That was like the only Christmas, legit Christmas that I actually had. When he brought like he brought an easy bake oven for my sister, I was cooking like oh, a rug wow. on that joint. I thought he's I thought and you was about to say he bought it for you. Nah, I was like, hey, my sister. I mean, he was basically using that joint. Yeah, like, I was time, using so that joint. Basically, he was for him. making cornbread on that. Everything. This guy made cornbread. He got me. Plastic, plastic cornbread. The Jiffy ninety nine cent one, bro. Hey, and then he bought me. He brought me a remote control car, and then the remote control car broke. Remote control cars used to be. So they're still lit. Life, bro. Like right. if I, I would still get one and just like play around with it. Like I brought, they have ones that like come in Lambos so the, and like Ferrari. The one that I got, it man, broke. Yeah. And then I brought it to show and tell. So the joint, like the remote control didn't connect to the car. So I brought it, I was like, yeah, I got this, this remote control car. So then I was trying to fake like I was actually moving it and I would like kick the joke. And, <laughs> and I had the remote in my head, so I kicked it and Kids like, in the hood be like, like it was a Christmas boy. It was fun though. Okay. One time my mom brought me to buy my Christmas gift to bring it home and wrap it up. It's lit, boy. Yeah, bro. Hey, the man. real Christmas. That's the real it's like, Christmas. No, the real Christmas is in church because uh, Jesus was born. Which I like. The way Christmas has been commercialized. Like, people, like, there's some kids growing up who don't even know like Christmas is about Jesus because, you know, of course, so it's not really Santa. like celebrated in certain homes. Stamp. So it's just like they literally think Christmas is all about just getting gifts. gifts. It's really wild. So, you know, when you have kids, remember, tell them the reason for the season. You know what I'm saying? Even now, remember to tell people the real reason for the season. Yeah, Jalai. Why you do certain things during Christmas. And, you know, it's just another way to share your, or share the story of Jesus. Yeah, that's real. And also a way to not have to give people gifts, you know what I'm saying? Ask you for something. You're like, that's, that's not it, fam. It's right. It's not about it's not about that. And I don't have money for you, fam. It's time. This guy already got his denials. You feel this guy. Me. Young script. Young father. <laughs> uh-huh. This guy Remy. I'm not going to get him Young. kids gifts. This guy Gabe had a Merry Christmas. Hey, Ooh, uh, something wow. Really jolly. Wow. Really what you happy? fixing wow. over there, bro? What my you polishing, bro? Your wow. what? My ring. What kind of ring? Boys what? got married. So. Wow, 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 wow. There's wow, a married wow. man on the podcast. Yes, wow. there this, is a married man the on the podcast. Definitely not the last. This changes things up completely. It does. It's a whole new level. We got that marriage going. 
yellow. Like, there's just that yellow tint on his face. You feel me? This guy said, I got a yellow tint. He even said glow. What? It's the glow. This man called it a tint. His wig's a little 3D. Just, you know what I'm saying? Hey, man. Congratulations, bro. Thanks. It's lit. Like, describe it in one word. Lit. Get with it. We'll get lost. I don't know. It was what funny because I, I was on Twitter like last week, and a friend of mine named Tunji, he was just like, 30s is the new 20s. I guess he said that because it seems like a lot of younger people are getting married. Uh, so when I saw that tweet, I really thought it was funny because it does seem like, okay, like a lot of people are starting to get married at a younger age, which is true. I feel like so it's I just people around that was us. Funny. Yeah, I feel, like, I feel like average, average, like, I mean, of course, believers be getting married early because you know what I'm saying? We're not supposed to be swimming. Yeah, you know, I mean, um, you know we're not Try supposed it. to be swimming. Like. So when I say swimming, I mean fornicating. So yeah, you know, like. that's just being yeah, blood, you know, we gotta force trauma. <laughs> you're, you're, <laughs> this guy Remy throwing ahead, subs, ahead, throwing ahead, the sneakiest ahead. subs. All right, but nah, so like legitimately, you know what I'm saying? But you know, it's a little harder for us believers or whatever to hold it down. So we begin married earlier. You know. So in my office, I feel like every week I'm telling my coworkers that I'm about to go to a wedding or an engagement. It's lit, boy. And they're just like, they're shocked. Yeah. Because everybody is my like relatively my age, 24, between 23 and 25, and get married. And it's like, they're just confused. Yeah, because yeah, people usually get married in their 30s now. Yeah. Millennials, like average millennials get married in their 30s because they mm-hmm. always, I think the mentality is like, I should have a certain. I gotta get it now, type. Yeah, as if you can't get it with your right spouse. with your spouse, and that, that you know I can't chase my dreams with somebody or holding me um, Yeah, Honestly, or I gotta commitment. establish myself yeah. before I Didn't bring myself to a woman. Multiple stuff like that. I mean, you should be established in, in a sort of kind of way, but you don't have to be like, oh, I gotta make six figures before I meet a shorty. Like, right, because you're always gonna be one more. You're always gonna feel like you're not ready. Right. right. Nobody that's married. I mean, I can even ask Gabe. Like, nobody that's married has ever said, "Okay, I'm ready for marriage." Like, this is a step that I'm 100 percent ready to take. Nah, like, I, I, I still ask myself that every day. Step. I even had that conversation with my fiance the other day. I was just like, "Shout out. Um, are you ready for marriage?" Sometimes I feel like I'm not ready. She's like, yeah, me too. Like, I don't really, I'm a little scared. I mean, it's, it's scary because it's like you're stepping into something you've never done before. And yeah. it's just like having to like readjust your whole life and your whole yeah. way of living. So, I mean, I can definitely understand. But it's just really going in and just trusting God and just allowing God to be the foundation of it all. And I just have the expectation that marriage is not going to be like perfect, um, you know, especially in the first year. Like people say the first year is normally the hardest. Um, but it's just like having real expectations and just knowing that, you know, I'm not going to be the greatest husband immediately. It's something yeah. that I have to grow into. And I understand that. Same thing from my fiance. It's just like we just need to know, like, what our expectations are of one another and have grace because it's just like, you know, it's something we've never done before. And that also allows you to see your parents differently because, you know, you know, it, it was their first time, too. So, like. A lot of people have disconnects with their parents because of them not liking the way they were raised or them not liking this. But it's honestly because it was their, it was your parents' first time. So it's just having grace for real. Yeah. Slip boy. And that's some uh, marriage talk for you guys. Marriage talk. Is real slight. You know, we can't touch up too much on it. Cause <laughs> one, one day. I'm not married. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but right now, I'm, I'm, I'm like a week. Gabe is like a week old. A week and a day. A week Slip. and a day. Wow. I mean, countdown to days. You know what I'm saying? Well, but anyways... So, before we get into this 4 by 4 we just want to address something real quick. So, on the most recent podcast, we t- discussed, it called Uncensored with Foggy Raw, we were discussing the topic of cursing. And 
some curse words. Curse words, basically. Yeah. So, from a, from a little bit of the feedback, some would think or were saying that maybe we were justifying cursing or making it seem all right, as long as you're saying, well, making it seem all right in general. But the whole thing of is it, our podcast was never meant to condone any of the cursing, nor was it in any way going to contemn anybody who's cursing that where we just see only the word that's being said and not the heart between them. So whether you curse or not, or you substitute words for curse words, we merely just wanted to encourage you to look at the heart behind your word choice and to let that be the determining factor. With the podcast, it was never our goal to draw a line on what's acceptable or what's not, or what's right or wrong. But ultimately, this podcast in general, above all, is to point people and their hearts to Jesus, to tr- to really truly form true convictions uh, based on His Word. And as you do that, drawing near to God, um, you may you know see yourself not really crossing that line, or as you draw near to Him and seek to please Him with your heart, and you may find yourself just you know drifting away from that. Like Gabe said in an earlier podcast, like once you chase after God, everything that's gonna fall is gonna fall. What's gonna stay is what's gonna stay. So we just wanted to clear that up real quick. Well said, Mr. <laughs> what you laughing at, fam? Hey, young Moses is funny, bro. This guy hey. Gabe started laughing. Honestly, just after that, go listen go back and listen to the podcast. Yeah, again. go back and listen yeah. to it. Go re listen hey, to it. Yeah. Just a little clarification, you know. Go listen yeah, to nah. that John Brad. You know. The movie's the movie's a little different the second time around when you watch the movie. Yeah. So. You know, get she a little context. You feel me? Get a little perspective on it. You feel yeah. me? And everything we said were things that we meant. Yeah, and they could have been misunderstood. You know, people gonna hear what they, they want to hear. Sometimes yeah. you just gotta so. reiterate for the people in the back. You know. But yeah, <laughs> the people in the back. get it popping with the four by four. Somebody gotta save that audio and let's like make that a clip. Four by four. You feel me? All right, so who wants to go first? So, who wants <laughs> so to go curse. first? I guess uh, whatever the first question is. That's you, bro. I'm going to read that off. Is it me? Shout yeah, out to you wonderful people Ooh. and your wonderful questions. All right, man. I, I guess it is me. All right, first question. Just get a pop in. This is how... This grammar is y'all off, so I'm just have to like correct it a little <laughs> oh, bit. Oh, stab it is off. So how do you deal with friends who get into relationships and forget all about you? Well, first of all, I just want to apologize to the person... <laughs> Oh Ask this question. Oh. <laughs> you sound dry hurt. Dang. <laughs> whoa, 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 bro. This guy was but, wow. but we love you. Nah, nah, nah. This we love you. Said, you know what I'm saying? I had to cook you right I'm, I'm, No, no, no. Coming from a, I'll a be soft, your friend, whoever No, no, no. Coming from a soft, you know, soft part of you know, my heart, I'm, I'm really saying sorry that you feel this way because, you know, it must really suck. Like, I'm, you must really want to know, like, what to do. <laughs> well, that's how your friends feel, boy. You wow. go sit down. Anyways, I'm, I'm going to go ahead yeah. and uh, try to see if I can answer this question. But I mean, I just understand that there's a time and season for everything, right? Including friendships. So there'll be times where you're really close to someone and it's lovely. It's beautiful. Like, yo, we're really close. We're going out. We're doing this. Whether it's just like a, um, you know, male to male relationship or female, female or, or, you know, opposite, whatever. It's just a time and season for that. So for me, it's just like, I know if one of my boys get married and me and that person, like, you know, used to hang out every day or hang out pretty, pretty often. And I found out that my man's just like getting married and he's spending a lot of time with his woman. Then like, I guess for myself is I have to understand that. What is that woman or woman? What is what is woman? Okay, thanks. Not woman, not, not plural, singular, singular. 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 But um, yeah, when people do be loud, but 
But now I'm just saying, like, I understand that, okay, like, he's in a new season of his life now. Like, he has someone, he, he has a girlfriend or he has someone that he's interested in. So, like, things are going to change as far as, like, how often we speak or how often that we may hang out. So, but I think it, it is important that even if you're that person who is in a relationship, not to forget about your friends. Like, of course, like, if your friends are understanding, they'll know, okay, like, you know, so-and-so is hanging around with, you know, his girlfriend, which is understandable because you got to make time for that person. Like, that person has to feel like they're a priority. Um, and you don't want to be in a situation where you're putting your boys before your girl. Like, that's an automatic L because even when you guys get married, like, you're going to have to put your wife first after, like, of course, God first and then your wife. So it's just like, you might as well just start practicing that now um, if you, you know, see yourself going far with that person. But I'm just saying, like, as far as, like, what you do, it's just really come from a place of just understanding. And, like, if it really... If you really feel some type of way about it, you can even like confront your friend, like, hey, like, you know, I'm understanding like this is going on. I feel like our relationship is really drifting. And, you know, that person may not even like realize that they're like, you know, slightly drifting themselves away from you. They may just be thinking that, you know, you understand and not even knowing that it, it's hurting you. Um, so I think it's just like having an open conversation about it and letting the person know how you feel and then just kind of going from there. So for me, I've I've had stories of friends where they would, like, before they was in a relationship, they would always be with us. Like, we'd be chilling, we'd be boys. And, like, the moment they get a girl, it's like we're just forgotten about every second, every day of their life, especially in college where we had dorms and we lived, you know, with each other. They would be with their girl, like, 24-7, 25-8 if they could. And (laughs) But anyways, like... I don't think it's always healthy to the point where you're always with your significant other. Because like Gabe said before, like there's stuff that you can't get from women as a man and mm-hmm. vice versa. Like you need that time. Like me, I would go crazy if I was just with my girl 24-7. Like I need man yeah. companionship. I need like to be able to talk about things that men do. I need to, there's only one. The only way to be built up as a man is with men and vice versa with women. Like mm-hmm. And I just feel like as for someone who has a friend who just they felt like abandoned them, I mean, communicate that to them. Like, tell them, look, this is how I feel, and I understand you're in a relationship. I'm happy for you. Um, I'm not trying to come between that, but I feel like you just forgot about me. Really state your intentions. And if you guys are truly friends, they're going to understand that and try to, um, you know, incorporate you, I guess, back into their life. That's what I. That's what I believe. Like, really communicate to them. Now, don't just like let it slide off. If that's really a friend that you want to keep in your life for a long time, because some some people that may happen to, them, and it's just gonna have to be a point where you accept it and be like, all right, that's just what happened, and we'll just go our separate ways and just love each other from a distance. Yeah, no, I mean, I was going to add to what they said. Pretty much just the fact that <clears throat> certain friends. I mean, certain friends you'll gain distance from. Honestly, like truly, it happens or whatever. Yeah. Especially if they're of the opposite sex. Like, I know when I got in a relationship, there were certain few of my friends was like intentionally told me, like, you know, I'm going to give her respect and move away a little bit just so it's no, like, suspicions or anything. Just that, it wasn't even that my girlfriend at the time, now wife, you know what I'm saying, wasn't, it wasn't like she came to them and was like, oh, you need to leave my man alone or anything. She, the girl, um, like, some of my female friends, just out of respect, was just like, yeah, you know, like, I just wanted you over as much because, you know, you have a girl now, da-da-da-da, whatever. But I think that, you know, certain, you know, like, if if there's care for the relationship, then, you know, you have that conversation. If you feel like it's worth it, you know, if you don't, you know, let it go how it goes or whatever. But mm. things just happen. I mean, mm. things will change. It's not going to be exactly change. the same. 
And then after you communicate with them, I guess you should just like see see how your relationship goes from there because there might be people who try to perform and they try to they try to please everyone. They'll hang out with you because they think, okay, this person communicated this to me, but it's not really organic. They're just those people who, once you realize they get into a relationship and once they love on a certain person, they just feel as though that you shouldn't be a part of their life, but they don't know how to communicate it. So it's one of those things where you kind of, once you communicate it and once you guys have that open line of communication, you just see how it goes from there. But honestly, it's really just about talking to your friend. If you could talk to your friend about life and y'all friendship is that deep, then honestly talking about an issue you have with them like, like this, it should be chill. Like, mm. like if you feel something, say something. Don't just be salty at home, say chilling with all your other friends, yeah. and be like, "Yo, where's so and so at?" Because people, Girl, people really don't be at. knowing. Sound like you be feeling some type of way. Yeah, you know, so I be shocked, like for Sam, real. I just told my man Sam he be ghosting me a little bit, dog. You know nah, what I'm saying? Yeah, I mean, you know, like what I'm back in the day, no more, dog. Is that really true? Mm-hmm. Something how you feel? In the yeah, band, this, 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 this is the first time I'm hearing this right now on the podcast. Me and Gabe just told Sam that sometimes, you know. So I was told sometimes when you know. When she's not around, you know who she is. Say her name. When, okay, I mean, everybody knows. Everyone knows who she is. But okay, <laughs> sometimes when Katrina, Katrina. <laughs> when Katrina's not around, that I may hit him up. But the thing about it is, just like if I'm with my girl, I, why am I hitting my boys up? Okay, so that's not what we're saying. That's not the perspective. Is this is what the issue was that. Anytime we would get hit up sparingly, the sparingly times Ooh, that we would get hit up. No, so Sam word. secures the bag a lot. Sam please. secures the bag a lot. You know, he got jobs, gigs, things like that. But anytime me and Remy, we would get a, a, a hit, a text from Sam, like, what y'all trying to do tonight? Yeah, like, you know, whatever. We would be like, we would be like, where Katrina at? Sometimes she'll be home, bro. And I'll just be it's like, few times I'm when he'd be trying. like, oh, no, nah, she's still at home. Like, He'll be like, oh, yeah, she's at Wisconsin. Like, we'll be like, oh, yeah, ah, okay. But it's cool. You know what I'm saying? You enjoy the company of your fiance. You know what I'm saying? We're not mad at it. It's just a coincidental thing. You know what I'm saying? It's it's like like we're we're just in case friends. You know what I'm saying? Oh, no. I'm just kidding. I love you. If we're being honest, I don't feel like Sam's completely ghosted us. Nah, nah. Nah, he's reached out on on other times, too. He be around. Nah, yeah. Come through the crib. I mean, I feel like my level of being around shouldn't be the same if I'm with You know what I'm saying? Like, if I'm with someone, it's just impossible. Because I have to balance. I don't even remember what it was like when you weren't with someone. I don't, yeah, I don't remember either. Because I was, I mean, <laughs> it's I mean, I wasn't so gonna go there. But all is well, you know what I'm saying? God let me just love love, you know what I mean? This guy said he loves love. Yeah, he found love too, you know. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to Shout him. out, uh, you know. Man, it's all right. Wait. See, like conversations like this, just have it with your boy. Right the, or your girls, that, you know. That's the answer to the question. Get yourself what a podcast where you could just talk about why your friend left you. you know? Right. You know what I'm saying? left you. Wow, Jeez, wow. I mean, kids. Hey, Not hey, leave us. We love Sam. Sam. I'm about to be writing that wedding, you know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. My boy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's going gonna, it's gonna to be lit. Hey. But speaking of just Chris, break it down. A chill plug. Speaking of Katrina, apologize for Moses Lopez. Hey, yeah. Shout out to Katrina for the Keeper web series. Oh man, look, man. I'm. I just want to say I'm really proud of Katrina because, like, I remember when she first initially told me about the idea. And she would like tell, to tell them what it is first of all for people that might not know. Um, so uh, Keeper is basically a YouTube series about like Black Christian millennials, um, and it kind of like focuses on you know the Black Christians and like how we are like as far as just like our relationships with Christ or like our viewpoints when it comes to our relationship with Christ. And it's kind of it's finally like being your. 
I, you're finally able to see like what that looks like through the perspective of Black Christian Millennial because there's no other really you know there's no other show that's out there that kind of like shows you that. So for her, it was just like she told me that the idea like months ago, and I was just like it's a great idea, but because of fear, like she was afraid to kind of of course. Um, to actually like put it together and yeah. put it into writing, but you as know, anybody with the exactly with the vision, but it's just like you know through a lot of encouraging and support, like she was you know finally able to take a stand with like you know what she believed in, and we started shooting in the summer, and I mean now it's here, so it's just really that being able to kind of see the process from it being an idea to it being something tangible for people to see, and we really believe that um, people are going to be impacted. Like a lot of people have been saying great things about it. Um, the YouTube counts have been going up like really, really like quickly. Surprising, right. not even surprisingly, but it's just like, I mean, it's still surprising because it's just like, dang, like we didn't yeah. really believe that it would be yeah. like like this for support her. is good. Yeah, it's crazy. so, but yeah, hey, make sure you check that out. Keep watch it web series on YouTube. Keep it web series on Instagram. Link in bio. Search that joint. Watch that joint. Comment, like, subscribe. All that. Hashtag Are you a Camilla? Hashtag Are you a Camilla? Don't be a Camilla. Don't be a Camilla. Find out what and if you have a Camilla in your life, get rid of that. Be Devin. <laughs> and Kirk on her what? at the Kirk brunch. Kirk on Camilla. Right. But we're not going to tell you anymore. Y'all got to watch, watch, watch the episode. <laughs> watch the episode. But anyways, on to question number two. What's so that? this question that? is, this is mine. Oh, it's yours? Yeah. It's yours. Yeah. It's yours. So the question is, what, what are your views Chandra? on the phrase, men are trash? She's so, false. Okay. False. False. I'm probably yelling at you right now. Ish. It's All that gross people say. I mean, yeah, yeah, you feel Shout me? Shout out to the last part. Shout out to the context of that word. <laughs> All right, well, I got a question. <laughs> I got two, two questions. <laughs> is everyone on this podcast a man? I am. Yes, man. we are. Oh, is man. anyone on this podcast trash? I'm not. Nah, I do not agree. Okay, so wait, wait, wait. I'm going to So look, this is what I say. Men are trash. Yes. In the same way, women are trash. We are all trash because we all have Whoa. fallen short. Wait, wait, we, we all came all from the dirt. dirt. You know what yeah. I mean? The we have dirt all came sinned from the and dirt we have all fallen short of wow. the glory of God. Yeah. So we are all trash. And by his grace, we are renewed. So now we are... We are clean. Yeah. All right. Can I really answer the question yeah. there? Yeah. Relatively, God just called everyone trash. trash. So I, was talking, like, I was talking with a friend, and um, I can't remember who said it. But it was like, yeah. So girl was like, men ain't ish or men are trash. And then somebody had asked her, so like, why are your friends getting married? Mm. Who are they marrying? Trash. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like, like it was just like, wait, all getting married, boy. Uh, right. Step. So, are these trash? Are trash men? Trash men getting married, or like, what's happening? So you know, like, I mean, I don't think men are trash. I think women are the women who loaf are equally as bad as the men who loaf. You know what I'm saying? Like, people can be the men who are great are equally as great as the women. It's it's just that women, uh, I think, women express yeah they express their disdain Mm -hmm. (laughs) for 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 men who suck. You know, in their from their experience, more than a guy would be like publicly be like, yeah, this girl did me wrong. I mean, it may be a pride thing there. You know, guys, we don't like to talk about how. You know, somebody broke Did our hearts. Dirty. You know what I'm saying? So right. you just say, keep it moving. Right. Like, we won't imagine, be out here saying women ain't trash. I, I mean, mean women, women are trash. trash. Like, imagine if it was flip. Like, you know how vocal, vocally women are with that phrase on social media. Imagine like all the guys was just like, women are trash. Imagine mm-hmm. how much mm-hmm. banter we would get from right. that. Like how bad we would. Be like, that was just we would get stoned. Yeah. Literally. So it's like, if we're all trash. Men just can't vocalize it as much as women yeah. do. Everybody wants to watch Insecure. They saw what Issa did. Yeah. And they called Lawrence trash. 
because he forced Issa to do it. And I'm like, come on, fam, bro. I, I think it's just one of those things where because the there's a vast majority of men who do certain things that mm. is, <laughs> is deemed as trash, women now feel the need to generalize and call men trash for, like, everything they do. But I'm not gonna lie. There's all there are a lot of men out there who do certain things. Oh no, it's not. They're definitely not trash, man. Yeah. Bro, college will teach you a lot. College, college showed me a lot, mm. and I mean, I'm happy for them days because I got gained a new perspective on what life really looks yeah. like, mm. and how much we all are trash, and how much we all need the Lord. So yeah. Yeah, and it's up yeah. to us as people, uh, as men, to now uh, if we feel as though we have friends who are doing trash things. Or who are trash, you know, <laughs> clean them up. You feel me? <laughs> hey, it's yeah, renewing, dog. renewing of the mind, body, spirit, all of that good stuff. But now, at the end of the day, you are gonna find a man who isn't trash, and y'all gonna get married. And Hopefully. you don't want a trash marriage, so I beg, right. find you some man who's who aren't trash. Right. You should, in fact, just stop saying men are trash because right. you'll just meet trash men. Yeah, and I ain't even gonna hold you, bro. Like, just the, the, the <laughs> like the guys who will say a lot of women are trash. Just like girls look at him like, eh, you know. When we see stuff like a girl constantly saying, a man is this, a man is that, you know. It's kind of, it's showing that you're hurt. Like, it's showing yeah. that something... But look, look, we, we aren't attacking women. Because, I, look, I know it's going to be somebody who thinks, man, these guys just got on this podcast and say that women are hurt and women are scored. We're not saying that. <laughs> at all. We're not. I mean, this could, go, this, this could, go, this could go both ways. Because I heard a lot of guys that will, like, we'll see. The thing about guys, this... These type of conversations happen within the confines of men. It doesn't go like when a group message or like when right. we're sitting and chilling. We'll talk about how we feel or oh, how right. some will feel like men or women did them dirty or right. da, 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 like stuff like that. So yeah. of course it's vice versa, but it's right. like we said, it's just not as vocalized. And when your man is hurt, you just give him a ski ball and say get over it, and then y'all pray about it and y'all keep it moving. Right. I remember in high school, son, I was like the softest hurt person. I got <laughs> I got played I got played in high school. Bruh. Like I got played by my ex in high school. She dated, so whoa, whoa, oh, transparency moment. Right. Dang, Jeez. should I go into my story? Bro? One day, be like, <sighs> so I was trash too in this. <laughs> oh, <story. laughs> this guy started off by saying I was, I was trash, trash too in this story. I was, player. I was trying to be on my. Uh, I can't my be in a relationship right now because I'm focusing on football type of stuff. Mm. But I was trash because I was still, you know, indulging. We was, yeah, we were still yeah. indulging. See, honesty. Yeah, so I was trash in this moment too, but she was trash too. So, <laughs> so okay? going on, so going on, we were, uh, we were just acting like we were together and whatnot. So she'd be like, yeah, when are we get back together? I'm like, you know, soon, soon. Uh, yeah. And then, and then I it got to the point where I was ready. And then she was low key behind my back, like talking to one of my, like, one of my teammates. Yeah. The so then squad. she was talking, yeah, talking to one of my teammates, like. And then a couple, mm. I forget how I found, like, I saw a text on her phone. And I was just like, yo, what's good? Meanwhile, she's still, yeah. So, like, a couple weeks later, I see them walking down the hallway holding hands. Mm. And then I hear from my friend what? that they dated. Mm. So, in my head, I'm like. So, you put on hold, bro. Wow. Who are you more upset with, your teammate or the woman? I mean, yourself, me and my teammate, boy. we cool now. It's like high school. I can't. We no, was but I'm saying in the, moment, who, in the moment. Who are you more upset with? Who, I was upset with him. Mm. Because like we legit have convers- we had conversations about it at oh, that time. Okay. Smack and, and, son, so it was, 
But he ended up like they ended up not working, and then she tried to like come back during prom, and then for like two weeks, I was so hurt. Like I would be sitting down during lunch, just like I would have the blanket stare. And to this day, I tell my See, man, I'll be yo, being all to this day, I tell my man, yo, don't ever let me act that soft ever in my life. Hey, this is then I, I'm glad it happened in high school because in college, that joint would have a different effect on you oh, being nah, played. Yeah, but but yeah, but yeah so social media for real. So I was trash too, but she was, you know, you can't reciprocate trash with trash. You feel me? Yeah, nah, I feel that's that. gonna be dirty. That's it. Damn, that was really transparent, <laughs> well, hey. though. Nah, it really was. Hey. We appreciate that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you know. Thanks for sharing. We like all the <laughs> <laughs> like, hey, guy man. was so proud of himself. Like, yo, yeah. that was a transparent moment. Like, it was, bro. Nah, I mean, yeah, we, yeah, yeah I'm sure they, I'm sure the, uh, you know, listeners Long appreciate story that. Short, people, are, people who are trash are trash. It's not nah, men are trash. It's not women are trash. Bruh, I was like, people be like, people be like, you are. So people would be like, are you? I was legit like hurt. Like I would be at home just laying in bed like, bruh. Like I feel like my life was Being played is, I don't know. Have I ever been played? I'm hurt, bro. I don't think I've ever been played. You start putting pieces together. You just. I've never really been played. You feel dumb and gullible. Have I who? Oh, yeah. I just mouthed it. This guy saying, I haven't played. I remember. I've been playing some, 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 what the heck is going on right now? Bro? I don't know what these two are doing over there. <laughs> All right, but nah. Um, just watch her back, man. Like, bro. I said engage, though. Watch, watch her back, seriously. But anyways, Who moving forward. Who got the next joint? Who hasn't read? the next joint? I haven't read. Sorry. i read the last one. Wait, you haven't read. i read the last one. You read this next one. All right, cool. So um, have you ever dealt with the struggle of getting saved and have no... All right, here we go. Have you ever dealt with the struggle of getting saved and having no Christian friends around? If so, how do you keep your faith? When most of the time your inner circle is not saved, yeah, I think that's an interesting question. Um, mm-hmm. It's something that a lot of believers like go through because we're, I mean, we're fortunate enough, kind of, to live in a saturated area that can also work against you, like when you get saved. Yeah. But um, yeah, no, I think I've had friends personally who who have been in a situation like this where they lived in another like state and stuff, and it was just like, how do I, um, how do I like? You know, how do I stay on fire, you know what I'm saying, for Christ when nobody around me is on fire for Christ? And I think sometimes you just got to try your best to not compromise, like don't conform um, because it's going to be hard to, you know, sometimes. And then that will, in in a sense, isolate you. And I have friends who kind of saw it as a they saw it as a season of, you know, like kind of just not having those people around and kind of embracing that because there will be a time when more people come. Um, there will be a time where, you know, you will be kind of alone by yourself in your walk or whatever. That's not to say, okay, go isolate yourself on purpose, remove yourself from opportunities. Mm-hmm. Nah, like, I've also had a friend who, who um, personal friend that I literally, me and her prayed together, um, like, about friends, like, her having friends that she can relate to. Because a lot of Christians get saved and the people around them <laughs> don't really fit their, you know what I'm saying, like, their yeah. swag. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like, it's like... We just don't hang around in the same circles mm-hmm. or that same. It event. would just be just, forced. We're just not interested in the same. Yeah, thing. in the yeah. same thing. So like, literally, cool. I had a friend legitimately like that, 
And me and her, we like, you know, prayed about it together. And literally she's, you know, like the center, she's one of the centerpieces of our current community now, you know? So she's, you know, integrated herself. She's found people that relate to her and stuff like that. So I think it's something to take into prayer, literally. But then you got to understand sometimes you got to embrace that season of like, you know, not having so many people around you. Mm. And then I would just say the advice is like, just don't conform um, and just don't, you know, compromise just because you feel alone, you know, because I mean, there were people in the world word who, you know, um, did that. I think Elijah used to complain like, or who was it? I think it was Elijah who used to complain like, I'm the only prophet, and, yeah. then, and then God sunned him because he was like, God was like, boy, it's 3,000 other people that I can get to do what you're right. doing, mm-hmm. you know, whatever. So um, long story short, you know, you're never alone, um, but sometimes you embrace it. Sometimes you could just go forth and pray about it and literally let the Lord bring people to you. Right. And make sure you pay attention to those people. Some people you have to try with, and then you get to see you relate to them well. Um, so... Yeah, and also there are. I feel like there are a lot of outlets um, in this day and age yeah. with social media and certain things. Even if let's say you're in, you're in a new area, there may be ways like social media that you can get. You can get on Instagram. You can get on Twitter. You can get on certain things. You can even literally find Bible studies or groups in which you can find those saved friends. Um, I'm not gonna act like it's easy because luckily I was blessed enough to uh, get saved around the same time as my friends, and they're still like my friends to this day. But um, it's one of those things where just like making friends after college or staying with your the friends that you had in college is kind of hard. Mm. Main, like gaining those new friendships might be a task. Mm. But it's one of those things where you can't now compromise and go back. Oh, mm. <laughs> my bad, dog. Uh, you can't now go back and um, chill with the friends that you felt like might be bad for you right. just because you got just because you got saved right. and you have nobody else around you. Right. In that same sense, like going back off of that, you shouldn't ever feel like you have to just cut off all your friends because they're not saved and mm-hmm. you got saved. And it's just like, oh, they're going to drag me to hell. They're going to uh, do this, do that. Like, nah. At the end of the day, you are supposed to be the influencer. When we look at Jesus's life, we saw that he befriended sinners. So what does that mean? Like he allowed sinners to come into his life and see how he lived life. Because he influenced them, mm. as the same way, like we shouldn't be so quick to cut off somebody who be might not be quote unquote unsaved or someone who could quote unquote drag us to hell. Like, nah, that's never something that should have been. Mm. Like, we should be able to befriend anybody and be able to shed light into their into their uh, sphere. Like, we we shouldn't. I heard this quote said, "We shouldn't blame the dark um, for being dark. We should blame ourselves for not being the light." Mm. And in that same way. Like you got to be able to befriend. I'm not even gonna say sinners because we're all sinners, but like, right. be you should be able to befriend anybody and be able to be influential in their life. You should be able to show them how you live, and in the same way, they're gonna start to ask questions like, you know, why exactly do you live this way? Why? And mm-hmm. you're not gonna be the one quoting scripture like, like, oh, I live like this because the Bible says so and so and so. Like, nah, they want to hear why is it that you live like that? What experience? What experience did you have? that allows you to live this life. And of course that's rooted in scripture, but some people aren't going to be so quick to be like, Oh, okay. Scripture says it, but like, I want to know what you think. Right. Like I want to know why, how that scripture hits you. So that's my advice on it. Like, don't be so quick to be friend. You, of course you might 
like back away from them for a little bit, distance yourself, like not be in the same scenes as you would be, but yeah, right, mm-hmm. find a way to still be in that person's life. It might not be in the same uh in the same environment, but still find a way to be in their life. Oh yeah, one thing I can't like I made the mistake of doing when I first had got saved was cutting off people who I felt as though weren't gonna help me. And that was one of the biggest mistakes because it's not about just now getting around all these Christian friends and doing Christian things and yeah. just talking Bible, 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 because we are, we're all saved. Like, the job is done for us. So it's one of those things where even the friends that I do have now that might not be saved, I don't, I don't ever preach to them. I just try to live my life in a certain way. And when they see that we have different perspectives on things, I just talk to them through that. And it's never anything where I'm talking at someone or acting condescending or even telling them, oh, the way you're living life is wrong. You should do this. You should do that. It's more so one of those things where somebody sees that we're different. They ask questions. Just like if they're doing something that's different from me, I ask them questions. And through that perspective, they now see, okay, he's doing this. And as a result, his life is like this. So maybe I need to grow closer to him or I need to grow closer to Christ through him. Because that's what that's what I feel like I should be doing. It's right. never me forcing someone to make the choice for themselves. It's more so them seeing it through me and making that choice on their own. Exactly. Yeah. Perspective is like very key. I feel like even in this day and age, with um, like how we live our lives, perspective. We don't as as some Christians, they don't really like allow perspectives to or uh, allow themselves to listen to other people's so perspective. So I think. Or not even think, but I know, like, Jesus, the way he lived his life, he would allow disagreement without disrespect. Like, you should be able to, at the end of the day, I know somebody said this at the end of the day, if you're right about your religion, you're right, and I'm going to change. If I'm right about my religion, then I'm right, and you're going to change eventually. So it's a win-win. At the end of the day, you should be able to um, share, like, your faith and sh- and and not disinclude somebody for their perspective but be able to listen to it but share look this is what i believe i believe jesus christ came he said he was god and he uh you know lived his life this way this is what really inspired me to live my life that way and you know disagree without dis- disrespect um allow that area to really see where somebody's coming from i think it's funny that when people get saved they automatically think damn i gotta find new friends when i remember when i first got saved i didn't change i didn't really change any of my friends for um I still hung out with those same people, but it's like things kind of change. The, the dynamics change in our relationship. So certain things, like, of course, they would know I wouldn't do, or certain things they would know I wouldn't listen to, or whatever the case may be. And I just remember, like, just organically, like, if you're hanging out with someone, if you want someone to, like, you know, give their life to Christ, like, that's it's something that may happen naturally just by them just looking at your life, you know what I'm saying? Like, looking at the joy you may have or looking at the amount of peace that you may have, and they may want that. So instead of like, of course, like your your life can can preach for itself, and it's just like, okay, cool. Like Sam is doing this, or Sam is responding in this way. Sam is not mad in this situation, or whatever the case may be. Like people will look at that, and it will inspire them. And then like, okay, it's just like because I'm seeing the transformation in this person. Let me actually see what this like religion is religion is about, or let me see like what having a relationship with God is like. Instead of just like automatically trying to find people who are like minded. When we're called to like kind of reach the lost, you know what I'm saying? And your friends may be those people who are still, quote unquote, you know, lost. So it's just like I think it's smart to to, to still be connected to those people, but not compromise like your faith as far as just like things you do or, you know, I guess like places you go, whatever the case may be. But it's just like still have like some type of influence in that person's life by being around them and not just like cutting them off because, of course, that's not what Jesus would do. So, yeah, yeah. you feel me? Ghetto. 
Alright, we are on the fourth and final question. And this one, interesting one, it's basically saying, how candid should a Christian be about their past? Who wants to get into that joint first? I can. I can it's levels. I'll say, speaking right. on like the context of like what that would look like, like what's an example of somebody being quote-unquote too candid or not candid enough? I used to do crack cocaine. <laughs> you know. Nah, man. Snap. So, I mean, I think I think that uh, when talking about it, um, your past, I think you should be as candid as possible because the extremities. Now, if it involves, if things involve other people, you know, mm -hmm. um, and, yeah. you know, like, I don't think you should identify names and be like, yep, yeah. had sex with Jim 32 times. You know, like, you don't have to, you know. No. Stuff. I had like, sex with this girl. You she know, aborted the baby. You know, right. It was crazy. Exactly. Plan B, you like, know, don't do all that. Um, I mean, you could say in my past, like, a version of what Remy said in my past, I myself had an abortion or something like that, you know, or whatever yeah. the case is. But because I don't think I think as long as it, it's not you name dropping just that's for the because that's not. Yeah, because yeah, that's not that's not necessary. You don't have to name drop, you know, but if you're still sharing the story and what actually happened, you know, what I'm saying I think that you can do that because somebody may need the extremity of that situation. Right. You know, mm -hmm. what I'm saying somebody may need um, that there be maybe somebody listening, thinking like, yeah, nobody has it as bad as I do. Nobody is is falling into the sin as much as I am. Nobody is, you know, whatever. And, you know, crazy thing is there's somebody like that. You know, there's somebody who's facing that thing as much as you have or whatever the case is. So or worse, you know, sometimes the fact that you you redeem you, you redeem yourself. And then um, sometimes the fact that you redeem yourself and your story is worse than somebody else's. They can be encouraged by that. Like, right. oh, man, this person was going through this. You know, I'm going through a little less, you know, whatever the case is. So I think that um, you definitely should be extremely candid. But I do think there's there's like know, a there's like out. a wisdom that comes with it. Being yeah. candid. Like there's there's been times or not even there's been times, but there are instances where people may be a little bit too candid or, or where it comes to sharing specific things that they did like really detailed yeah. or like talking about certain things like where it gets to a point where all right you're sharing this story and some of it's really getting lost because people are getting distracted more so from the sin than what the message is of the sin right, right. Like it gets to a point where some of the stuff that you're sharing is starting to glorify the sin rather yeah. than share the real story yeah, of sin. so yeah. i think it comes with a wisdom where it's like, okay, I'm able to share this and communicate it in a way that is going to be able to be effective but not glorify that sin and not put it on a pedestal. I think that's where some people lack where maybe they uh, have a story that they want to share that's really great, but the way that they deliver it is in a way like, oh, snap, people are leaving from hearing that testimony talking about, dang, they did this and that more so than, oh, Wow, they got Came delivered from this. from this. Yeah, they yeah. got delivered from that and this. So I think it's a way that you deliver it. There's a way that um, there's like a like I guess a grace to how you deliver your message that's really going to affect people. Yeah, I also think there are levels to it as well. Um, you may be around certain people who may not have the, your best interest at heart. I've seen yeah. situations where someone was very candid with a friend. They confided in them. They were very transparent in their past, and unfortunately, like. Certain things of their past had resurfaced. Certain struggles came about. They were kind of backsliding into, like, things of their past. And that friend wasn't necessarily supportive or encouraging. It was more so one of those things where that friend was, like, 
you were never really saved, you were never really this, and kind of just uh, not indirectly, unintentionally encouraging that bad behavior of the past. And it was one of those things where that person was hurt because they now confided in somebody yeah. and that friend, when they saw that, okay, they're going back into that stuff that they told me about, yeah. it wasn't, okay, we need to get you out of this. I don't believe you're this person. It was more so like, yeah, you're doing this. I can't be around you. Mm-hmm. I need to be around people who are like-minded, basically giving them that Christian ease and just distancing themselves from them. So it's one of those things where you kind of have to gauge who you should tell certain things and who you shouldn't. And also, at the same time, don't lie. You can't say, okay, I didn't do this, or okay, yeah, I didn't do that. Right. And just know when to share information and when to not. Share just that because, story. That's because you're not saying something doesn't mean you're lying. So if you do say something, just don't lie about your past or don't lie about certain things. Or don't try to, like, exaggerate your past. Oh, yeah. yeah. Like, you, don't, you don't have to exaggerate yeah. God's story. That's yeah. Not, most definitely. You know a lot of people it's feel like if, people. if they didn't go through, right. like, right. the... Yeah. The struggle and all that, like their story is not as effective as someone else who yeah. really went through that. And they'll exaggerate their story a little bit, like, oh, you know, I've been through this, that, and that, and God delivered me. Like, nah, bro, tell your story, tell the truth. Right. Like, tell, because somebody, it doesn't matter what type of story you have, somebody has been through that. And for you to exaggerate or to throw things on it that's not really authentic, like, that's yeah. just hindering somebody else from mm-hmm. hearing a story that they need to hear. Right. Examples of this would be like, of sharing too much details or exaggerating would be like, instead of saying, you know, I used to have, I used to be addicted to sex and had sex with a lot of people or whatever, you'd be like, I had endless bad joints, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, now the girls that I slept with, they were like, they look really good. Right this man, you know what I'm saying? Like, look, they look better than her oh, over man. there. You know what I'm saying? Stuff <laughs> like, you know, like, just right. stuff like that is not, you know, or like, oh, if you, if you like smoke weed in your past or, you know, and, and, you know, some people are for against that, whatever. But let's say you stopped because you felt like you were addicted. Some people be like, man, I used to do hard drugs. You know what I'm saying? Like, no, you just smoke weed. Like, just say say you were addicted (laughs) to weed, smoke, like, you know, or whatever. Um, Say what it is. You don't have to exaggerate. Don't need, don't need super details. If you're saying, you know, I was addicted to something, you can maybe say how many times you did such thing in a day, but you don't have to give like details like, okay, with who, what did you watch? What did you, you know, mm. like look at what did you, whatever. It's like, that stuff isn't really like Direct. relevant. It's not you relevant. know what I'm saying? Like, right. it's, it's, it's not okay. You can just say, yeah. you can say, um, I used to lie a lot. You know what I'm saying? I lied myself into certain situations that I caught, I, you know, in my, yeah, one of my right. lives, not, oh, I lied about, you know, sleeping with this girl and pretty much, because I lied about that, my baby mother, you know, da, 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 or because I lied about that, my 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 girlfriend at the time, she hit me and da, da, da. you know, like it's just, I, you know, like I used to struggle with lying, you know, or whatever. Yeah. Um, I, I made sure I said lying because I feel like people always go for like sexual moral sins as if other things aren't sins. Right. You know what I'm saying? But um, or stealing, you know, some people have a problem with stealing because it's not oh, that I they're poor; they just they like the thrill. You know what I'm saying? Of stealing, yeah, yeah. um, or whatever. So. I mean, just, you know, like, you don't have to be like, yeah, I stole a whole TV, you know, um, in my day, you That's know, right whatever. There. You trying to watch that Yeah, joint? I stole, like, <laughs> I stole my car on right now. Like, I, went to, I went to those shows and I got this suit, you know, like, you know, I have to. I'm actually like, landing right now. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, just be like, I used to steal. Right, 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 right. You and know, above all, uh, just remember not to compromise anybody else. Although we all have our own stories, it's one of those things where, you know, if your story involves someone else, that person may feel a type of way about you telling that story so when you do that just be mindful of that you don't have to not say anything about this person but at the same time realize just like you wouldn't want somebody talking about you years later as venting or telling their story you don't do that unto others 
Yeah. Right, basically. Just be like, oh, me and so and so, we used to get it. We used to get it. We used to get it. We used to be out there. If you yeah. try to get out here, that's okay, son. You know, like, I, <laughs> see, I see people do stuff like that. And yeah, that's what right. disappoints me. Let so. them tell their story, you know? At yeah. the end of the day, um, don't belittle your testimony. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. everyone has a different story, whether you came from the streets, you know what I'm saying, Section 8 homes, or whether you came from, you know, living in Bowie. It don't really matter. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, everybody got a, everyone has a story, hey, and, funny. you know, the Lord would definitely use your story to glorify him, because at the end of the day, like, that's what testimonies are for. So really just give glory back to God. And, and I just definitely feel like it's, it'll be doing God a disservice if we personally felt like our testimonies weren't, like, tough or didn't, yeah. or we thought that it doesn't compare to this person or whatever the case may be. Because at the end of the day, like, you're transformed, and people need to be transformed, and they they need to hear like how and like what that process was like for you. Um, so yeah, just share a story. Yeah, uh-huh, we it's love you. Yeah, it's lip balm. That's the four by four. Look, fam, Christmas coming up. If you ever want to send in oh, yeah, to Project Thirty, just get at us in the DMs. We can send you an address. Yeah. you know. So uh, y'all fellas ready for Christmas? We can get y'all our Christmas gifts. We can send you our personal addresses too if you're trying to send something direct. What did you ask? What's your question? Um, Yeah, just going to ignore my question. I said y'all fellas ready for Christmas? Not really, son. I haven't had my Christmas spirit in a while. Me and my wife just put up a tree. I'm trying to watch some Tyler Perry You said you and your what? No. You and your who? (laughs) You and your who? Me and my wife. You and your who? Just put up our tree. We fan. We'll throw that thing on the grams. I saw that. I was like, what? Much like Rami, much like, like Rami before yesterday. I mean, Christmas was just like, man. Right, right, right. Man. But now but you it's got different. somebody to. That's what I'm yeah, I don't got nobody. You can, you can set the atmosphere of your home. Got family, boy. So hey, man. Time you get married. I, 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 gotta go somewhere with my mom. Gotta, gather everybody and be like, gather everybody, be like, we setting up this tree. Nah, right, I gotta pay for everything. What you mean? Nah, stop. I just remember it. Unfortunately, to our our, um, I don't want to say fan, but listener that wanted that question answered. Which oh, yeah, it's coming soon. We're which sorry. Soon. Don't worry. Wait, which which one? We're trying to prepare. Listen there, man. Which one is it? She knows who she is. We know who she is. We'll discuss it. He or she, bro. Oh, okay. We might, we might dedicate a whole, a whole little Don't be that. segment to you. But <laughs> yeah, in this man. context, they. We'll, we'll get to it. Trust me, man. Okay. We, we're we sorry got you, for bro. The yeah. hard-hitting facts, you know, it's coming soon. But, yeah, social media, you know where to find us. P-R-O-J-330. Hey, please write review. For Christmas, that's all you want. For you to go yeah, write a review and on our tell iTunes, a to follow us. tell a friend to follow us, yeah, yeah, yeah. Tell, friend, tell a friend tell to a listen, friend to tell a, fr- tell a friend to us. come through. Well, ain't nowhere to come through for real, for real. Yeah, right. you might have an event. You never know. Yeah, you might, you might have, have a live podcast live one of these days. You know what I'm hey, saying? Would y'all, would y'all be would down y'all want that? Let us know. Let us know. <laughs> You know what we'll I'm saying? Have, we'll have a Sam Freestyle. Oh, yeah. A Gabe oh, listening Exclusive. session. Ooh. You know what I'm saying? Moses is going to do the nay nay. And I'm going to just make jokes. <laughs> I haven't heard that. You know what I'm saying? Day. You feel me? Hey, you going to do the olive shit. If y'all want to chill out, bro, y'all want that. A little twerking. Whoa, bro. He's actually really good at that. Check Bella Nigel. Sam is definitely the twerk Check Bella Nigel. Check Bella Nigel. Bella Nigel. Yeah. Hey, if y'all, if y'all would want to see us do so, that, hey, let us know. Because if y'all want to see it. Let us know with your comments and your money because we will need the funding. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> if y'all support this podcast, so, we you know, financially support right. us as well. When that time comes, but right now, hey, you know, you just gave a dollar a day. You can only. Uh, you can, you save, can save these four kids. Right? <laughs> right. We are in need. But, um, Merry Christmas. But yeah, please tell somebody about it um, and follow us on social media. Vlogging, we're, we're supposed to be doing a vlog. Yeah. Working on it. Soon we're working come, on it. Man. We're gonna have a follower of the year, man. Whoever gives us the most followers, <laughs> you know. <laughs> so I like you get a you get, get a plaque, you, you know. 
You get wow. to come in and sit on this couch and look at us yeah. record a podcast. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I haven't discussed any of this with the guys, guys so we're just doing this on fire. Fight, buy you a McDonald's, you know what I'm saying? Nah, 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 nah we better than that. We better than that. Chick-fil-A. Chick-fil-A, you know what I'm saying? They ain't getting a whole meal. Yeah, I won't get just a sandwich. We on the budget. Definitely just the entree, though. Cup of water. Light ice, you feel me? You get all that, bro. Oh you want some fries? You want your own. How many sauces? Dry light. Let's lit. What you thought this was? Merry Christmas. Here you got to catch Is there anything in the, the news that's happened? Anything wild? in the news? Uh, nah. Uh, I feel like we missing something. We just shout out to net uh, neutrality. Uh, net neutrality. Oh nah, man. We hey, y'all, y'all, not, y'all not gonna have to pay five dollars <laughs> for Twitter. Y'all not gonna have to pay five dollars. Oh, for so they went against it? No, no, no. No, it's it, it happened. They repealed it. You know, but. Read into it and see what it actually is. Yeah. It, it, it can get really wild, but it's never going to get to a point where Twitter's going to be like, you know what, you need $5 to log on. Please, nah. I implore all you people to now do research and don't let social media be the complete Bruh. guys as to what you follow. So do, y'all, do y'all support it? Support what? I don't Honestly, be I haven't really read it. So basically, it was, it was put into place by the Obama administration, and it was one of those things that allowed... Uh, it's hard to explain. It, it allowed... It didn't allow the government to have their like their hand in certain things, mm. or it did allow them to have their hand in certain things. But now that it's been repealed, come big like corporate companies kind of can control who has internet, and who doesn't, and certain policies that are put into place. But it's one of those things where you kind of got to read up into. It's one one of those things where the big wigs and the guys with the big companies can now control how the internet is. It was more so one of those free form platforms. Yeah. And now it's kind of one of those things where somebody has control or can have control. So the resources yeah. become more limited. So yeah. those who, like, you so, know. Like, like us. Who, I remember I saw a post, like, one ninety nine per Google search. I was, like, young. Yeah, no, it ain't, it ain't <laughs> yeah. Yeah. If it ever gets that bad. <laughs> just, is, if it ever really yeah. gets that nah, bad, people, somebody people, else will make will. another Google and then make that for free. Yeah. Because the internet is one of those things where you kind of have that control. But... There may be new rules and regulations that a lot of people disagree with yeah. that might just be put into place and everyone just has a problem but I feel with like it. a lot of companies are going to lose money because it's like, Man. if you're doing something for free and then you start charging people for it, like, Bama's are not about to pay. People need your service. People, I mean, social media, imagine, I mean, though, maybe would, some people. You'd benefit from people not paying for your service than the people paying for it. I mean, for people paying for your service than not paying. But so I let's, mean, say, I, let's say two, 20 million use your, use your service for free. Mm-hmm. If 1 million of that, that's... That's a small percentage of that twenty million. One million pays. I mean, I'm gonna read people like the actual definition of net neutrality, just so we get a scope of what it is. It's basically the principle that internet service providers must treat all data on the internet the same and not discriminate or charge differently by user, content, website, platform, application, type of attached equipment, or method of communication. Basically, internet service providers are unable to intentionally block, slow down, or charge money for specific websites and online content. So now they can. It's for the people. Basically, they can. But the people who will now be those people who... The the internet service providers who will now have control over that, I don't think... I'm not going to say it's for a fact. I don't think they'll say, hey, we want Twitter to be $2.99 per tweet or something like that. Honestly, it can get bad, but as of right now, it's not that bad. But just be wary. It's crazy. And all the people who were texting, I beg, that didn't work. That was never going to (laughs) work. The the head of the the FCC was was put into place by Trump's people. But basically, there was something going around where you have to text resist to a certain number. Oh, yeah, I see that. But it's one of those things where we don't have a say. It was like the Republicans and Democrats, they they were the ones who voted. But the head of it was a Trumpian or whatever. Yeah, so... 
for the time being, we're gonna be free. You can find us anywhere for free. Just you know, a follow don't cost you nothing. For Squarespace. <laughs> Anyways, we appreciate y'all. Like yeah. we said, Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Happy holidays. Um, one more pod before the end of the year, hopefully. hopefully. And go um, check out go we'll check see. out Keeper. Go, hey, yo, check, go it check out Keeper. Keeper Web Series. Keeper Web Series. Keeper Web Series also. Okay. The IG. And K-E-E-P-E-R. Yes, sir. Web, web Series. series. Make sure you go check like, that out. Like, do it right now. Like, as soon as you leave this podcast. Like, even if you're driving. Yes. Yeah, just put your phone on the little uh, holder. Just pull jump, over. Honestly. Yeah. And just watch it like just that. Just do it. But drive yeah, carefully, you know what I mean? Definitely. Like, don't blame us if you crash. Right. Yeah. God forbid you crash. But so, you Project do. 3, we meant to say this legally. Project 3 holds no uh, responsibility for yeah. any unsafe <laughs> We're going to start putting disclaimers in the front of every episode. Cause <laughs> you feel me? But we, we, have, we haven't heard any tragic stories. Um, we've heard testimonies. People laughing so too let's, hard. Let's keep it that way. Right. I don't know. But anyways, we rapping. It's a wrap. It's a wrap. We out. Peace. We love you.